What's up, everyone? I'm Katherine Rudder, and you're listening to Life in the Fast Chain. For this episode, we have business development lead Amy Fisher at R3, who's located in San Francisco. So she was one of the first employees over in that office, and she came over from our New York City office. Um, She shares some stories and insights on what it's like over in the Bay Area in the blockchain space. Um, I think I've made some assumptions that there's uh, much more of a focus on cryptos rather than blockchain over there, and I'm not sure that's really fair. I am working from home right now, and my dog is putting his face in between my arm and my... Thor, leave me alone. I've recorded this intro over 10 times, so at this point, I don't know, just enjoy it. Listen to Amy. It's a great episode. Talk to you guys later. Bye. In the studio with Amy Fisher for R3's business development team located in San Francisco. How are you doing today? I'm great, Catherine. How are you? I'm good. I can't complain because uh, the choice, the drink of choice today. Um, what did you pick for us? I picked uh, champagne. So we actually um, will be drinking some Vouv today. The, uh, classy lady. <laughs> um, I have to say that I think, okay, so this is definitely the first champagne. Oh, I've nice. Had. I think no one has picked wine either. Oh, wow. I know. It's That's interesting. really interesting. Especially being a, like a wine person. Right, same. So I've never had champagne same. or wine picked. So wow. this is a first. This is a first. Would you like to do the honors of opening it? Sure. Okay, I'm going to let you. Perfect. <laughs> this could take a while. Should I do some, like, some show tunes yeah. or something while we go? <laughs> um, okay, make sure not to. I know, so booze, okay. booze and blockchain. Oh, nice. That sound is great. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to eat a Cheez-It while you do that. Perfect. This is also the first time I've ever eaten while recording, but... Many firsts We're recording at 3 p.m. and I haven't eaten yet because this day has been so busy. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. Cheers. Very bubbly. It's good. Oh, it's, it's good. Very does nice. it bring out the flavor of the Cheez Its? Honestly, it does. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's like having a cheese board in that. Yeah. It's kind of like being on an airplane. Oh, honestly? Yeah. I bet I have drank and eaten <laughs> this exact combo on an airplane. Uh, nice segue because I, I live on airplanes these days. So I'm absolutely <laughs> sure of it. Okay. So you used to, um, obviously, you're here at R3, but you used to be in our New York office. Yes. What um, made you move over to San Francisco? Because you were the first person from our three yes. who moved over there. Um, you know, it was kind of the confluence of the perfect storm of really cool factors. Um, okay. I'd been going out there for a few years. My brother lived out there, and um, my boyfriend lived out there. So I'd been visiting quite a bit. A lot of good yeah. connections. And I had started, um, you know, visiting. And when I was out there for long weekends, would start uh, would start doing meetings and start kind of scanning to see what was going on out there because we didn't have a presence out there. 
Yeah. And um, really started seeing the, the market demand and really started seeing more and more startups building on Corda, but still seeing us as relatively unknown. And then yeah. when Kathy Minter joined as our CRO, one of her mandates was to evaluate it. So she and I got into deeper conversations and it was really just a natural um, progression for me to go out there and start the office. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you like San Francisco a lot? I do. It's been great. It's kind of like I've moved to a small town that's uh, when compared, compared to New York City, yeah, it's like, you know, true. my mailman knows my name. But maybe that's because I order too many packages. Um, <laughs> He's like, you got more shoes, Amy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, but it's, a, it's, a, it's very community driven, which is yeah. great, um, you know, both personally and professionally. Like there's been it's been very much more welcoming than I expected in terms of oh. Gordon R3 coming in because um, nice. we really didn't know what to expect and have, have like really the strategy was to come in with a very lean strategic team mm-hmm. and we've seen so much market demand on the venture side on the enterprise sales side that totally um it's been moving very quickly so it's been it's been a lot of fun that's awesome fun. yeah was it kind of intimidating going over there being the first employee over there like what did you do at first I feel like I'd be like hey, I'm here <laughs> exactly <laughs> so what do I do exactly because it's like we have to find an office yeah. We need to find more partners. I mean, and really, we have some very strong partners um, in San Francisco, luckily. Like, big yeah. shout out to Accenture, to mm-hmm. Wells Fargo. Um, and we were really able to, you know, and it was one of those things. And the way that business works in San Francisco is a little bit different than New York. And I feel okay. New York is very structured, you mm-hmm. know, very finance heavy, which is also my background. Um, mm-hmm. And tech is just everything you know there's a there's a funny meme where it's like you know in New York you work in finance you work in healthcare you work in insurance and <laughs> definitely if, here and you know and in, 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 in the Bay Area it's you work in fintech insure tech health tech right so everything yeah. has that tech focus um, yeah. so I really started just you know going through our our current partners out there and then just going through friends and friends of friends and contacts of contacts yeah and it started um just growing really, really quickly, and so yeah. much so that we ha- we had we've had a couple of leadership trips out there, and we're yeah. doing doing much more. We're hiring more aggressively now. So shout out if you are in SF, um, you're into blockchain, and yeah. you're looking in um, you know enterprise sales. If you're looking in developer relations, um, we have some open recs out there. So check oh, out we our do? website. We, we have do. those jobs. Oh wow, we awesome. Some, some, yeah, and. Um, and we've, we've, grown, we've grown quite quickly. Um, but really, it, it wasn't – so I grew up moving around. So for okay. me, like, it's a natural thing to be the new girl. That's good. So yeah. that, it was, like, a really, like, natural thing. But it, I was – honestly, like, the, when I got on the ground, I, one of the first phone calls I got um, was to speak during uh, San Francisco Blockchain Week at um, an offshoot event. That's scary. Yeah, very scary, right? <laughs> Panel with, with EY, with Enterprise yeah. Ethereum Alliance. And, you know, like, I, my, my concern was, you know, nobody knows Corda. Like, what am I going to say? But it was um, it was actually I was I was scheduled for that panel, but there was a pre-panel um, that was being put on by Starfish Labs, okay. um, and they were very welcoming and they wanted to know a lot about B two B. And what I found initially was that uh, you know this crypto like in my mind, you know California was so crypto heavy. If you look yeah. at the way VCs are investing out there in the blockchain space, um, you know, and my concern was like you know is enterprise blockchain going to seem boring? Yeah, where are we? But it's been it, it was the Again, like the perfect storm of folks, the crypto wave has has been. We've been riding it, right? Yeah, like totally. as a, a society, I guess. And <laughs> um, 
there's been a focus on enterprise blockchain. Mm-hmm. And those that those people that know us know us very well for a lot of our, our early successes and what we've been able to do. Totally. Um, and we're really looked at as someone that, that can be able to advise on cutting down time to market. So, you know, from like those initial panels, a lot of um, interest came out of that, going to conferences. And yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people where I just – I kind of – um, I, I, sometimes I feel like a magnet where I'm just like, no, you want to come do this. So I was like, yeah. it's like, you know, getting more support. You know, Ryan yeah. Rugg came out, who runs Industry Verticals, came out um, with yeah. Grace Berkery um, and and Kane from our London office. And we did a couple of the bigger conferences together oh, and just nice. kind of really creating a bit critical mass. So, like, shout out to our team. Um for being able to, like, help drive some of that. And the, the leads that have yeah. started coming out of it, it's been so much. And I wear so many hats depending on the day. Yeah. Um, that it's been it's been quite a bit of fun, but it's also – I'm just so excited for where it's going. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I was uh, – I don't know who I said this to, but when I found out you were going to SF, I was in London because I was in London for, like, two like, months. Like, <laughs> all of the Q4 of, of <laughs> yeah. 2019, right? No, My friends were like, are you coming back? <laughs> I was like, honestly, I do not know. Yeah. Um, but so, but I was in London when I found out you were going to San Francisco. And I th- I wish I remembered who I said it to, but I remember being like, Amy is literally the perfect person to, like, go out to San Francisco. It's, like, uncharted territory. Like, I would be pretty intimidated, and, like, obviously I'm shameless about everything. Right. But, like, I would still be very intimidated going into, like, your – it's, like, a whole new world it out is. there with, like, the te- – like – I would be a little, but I could see you being like, hey, guys, Amy Fisher, R3, would you like to learn about blockchain? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I just imagined that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, she's perfect for this. Exactly. And it's, it's been so much fun. It's been so much I'm fun. I'm sure. Yeah, and just it, so much opportunity. I mean, I'm sure. So do you feel like it's, like, overwhelmingly crypto heavy? Or, like, do you find that people are starting to get a lot more interested in, like, blockchain over there? Because for me, I'm a little biased. I feel like it Same. is super crypto, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, I think it, it's, it's to be told. I think, like, you know, more and more when you looked at, when you look at, at crypto, I think you can get a measurable sense of the Gartner hype cycle based on the fact that you can follow prices, right? Enterprise yeah. blockchain is a little more opaque. And, you know, as we've kind of established here at R3, like, the the tros of disillusionment have actually been the trenches of deployment. Yeah. Um, I think when, you know, when I'm introducing myself to people at happy hours, which, by the way, happy hours on the West Coast start at, like, 3 p.m. No. Yeah. No, they don't. So we're kind of on brand, you know, recording here in the <laughs> we studio. We are recording at 3 p.m. Um, with champagne. Well, so. I mean, my day starts at 5 a.m. most days. Because, yeah, that's Because I have to keep up with London. I have to keep up with New York. And is just, that the case for a lot of people, too? Is it that is. So especially if you work in finance, okay. which, um, you know, we're, we're in enterprise tech, right? So a little yeah. bit different. But, um you know, it's very different, but yeah. I feel like the sense of um, people's work lives and personal lives blend. And this is actually yeah. a funny story. Um, you know, for the first couple of weeks, I couldn't tell if people wanted to meet with me because of blockchain or if they wanted to meet with me to be friends with me. Oh, well, that's a good problem to have, though, in a I new get, city, too. Yeah, so that was nice, too. And it, the, But the answer, honestly, nine out of ten times is both. That they wanted to business you and they want to be friends with you. Or they feel like so in- lovely. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing wrong here in New York? Well, but that's just New York, right? Like if I and I think people are just a little bit more chatty in, yeah, in California. Yeah. So I had been I had been told by a friend who's a lifelong um, Californian who knows me very well, and she said, you know, Amy, people are going to be asking you, like, being going to say to you, like, we we should get coffee, but they're not going to actually mean it. And I'm like. What what the heck? Like, what do you mean? Like, why would somebody say that if they don't mean it? Like, are That's they being like girls, nice? Like drunk girls in a bathroom being like, "We should hang out." <laughs> oh later. my god! Yeah. <laughs> sorry, continue. No, sorry, we've cut that. <laughs> I know um, it's fine. Um, so, but but what ended up happening was, you know, people would say like, "Let's grab coffee," and I would say, 
hey, I'm from New York. Like, when people in New York say you want to get coffee, you want to get coffee. But I'm told here in California yeah. that you might not mean, mean it. So then I'd, like— Put them you know, on the spot a little I'd bit. I'd put them on the spot, and the calendar invite would say actual coffee. And they would make them laugh. We'd talk oh, about New I York, San that. Francisco. And there's so many people that are bi-coastal these days. Totally. Um, but it's great. It's been a really good vibe, and I think there's so much— um, you know, we both can we like we as our three and and the quarter platform has to to gain from you know being deeply like having deeper partnerships with the big tech providers out there yeah. and the interest has been huge. I think from the investing standpoint, that's not my expertise, so I can't really speak to that. You should mm-hmm. probably have Jed on the podcast. You can talk. You can I talk should. more about that. That could be a great augmentation to this. Um, oh, hey, yeah. Jed Talvacchio. Yeah, or ask Todd about you know his scooter experiences. Scooter in San, experiences in San Francisco. He's Oh. Yeah, he totally blended in when he was there. <laughs> um, I feel like he's good at assimilating. He's like, great. He could just like he he can show up hoodie and uh, Converse one day, show up in a suit the other day, and you wouldn't be like alarmed. Fantastic, yeah. And we had such a great time um, in, in the oh, meetings I'm that sure. we had when he was out. Um, yeah, and he's he's excellent on a scooter. Um, oh, yeah, wow. I, an, I, like a, a lime. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I find I'm I'm a little accident prone, so I stay away from them with all of the hills. But yeah, I yeah. would 100 face plant. I've already <laughs> chipped one front tooth. Like I don't want to do it right. again. Yeah, yeah. Safety first, for sure. Safety first. So um, we are off topic. But what were we talking about? We were talking about Todd in uh, San Francisco. Uh, general vibes. Yeah. Oh, oh, so what we've—and so, coffees. <laughs> coffee. Yeah, and then for the first couple of months, it was, like, towards the end of the year, we're trying to figure out, um, you know, where do we put the office? How long of a lease do we lock into? How big are we growing the team? There's a lot of back and forth. Oh, there's so, so many factors. Right, um, a lot of factors and so many stakeholders internally. Oh, gosh. Um, and— uh, so it was it was really challenging, but also really fun. But I, I ended up working out of a lot of coffee shops. So I probably should do a blog of like the best and worst places to work what remotely was your in San favorite Francisco. Coffee shop to work. Um, oh, that's a great question. It depends on like the location. But oh. I have to say, like, what I realized, like, this was a really good move for me. Was it was November. I was meeting a um, partner of Toronto who was in town for a conference, and oh, I nice. suggested this coffee shop um, on Polk Street, like in Russian Hill, near my apartment. Um, mm-hmm. called St. Frank, which has amazing macadamia nut milk on tap. Oh. But we oh. sat outside, and, like, there were palm trees, and it was sunny, and it was November. And I was like, I think I'm doing something right. Yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> it was nice. But, yeah, I mean, like, we're definitely working hard out there. And I think we're, 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 we're gaining a great team in terms of folks that are local to San Francisco that have built their careers out there. Which is super important, Which is too, super with, important. Like, the connections. The, the community is so strong. The networks are so strong. But it's also really great to tap into and, you know, someone who's been in enterprise blockchain space for Two years, which is a long time, and yeah. decades in blockchain. Decades world. in blockchain world. Um, you know, it, it gets it's it's a long. It's just a marathon, not a sprint. I think cryptos are more like when you look at like uh, you know tokens and, and things that are much more on the crypto side of things. Like things are sprints, and that yeah. stuff's fine, but it's it, it has like a, a different pace to it. And totally. you know, enterprise blockchain is like running a marathon. Yeah, and like yeah. we need all the resources we can, right? And we need, you know, yeah. you need your M runner. So I'm thinking, like, you need your, your power gel, electrolytes, your electrolyte powder. <laughs> you need like all of those things, and it gets exhausting. And for me, it's been like a really renewed source of energy to be out, like, really among where like the hotbed of tech. Yeah. People are thinking very innovatively all the time, oh, I'm and they're sure. thinking. And like, I, I've found even being here in New York um, for meetings this week and meeting with old clients, new clients. 
um, things that cross over because I still wear like six hats. I mean, um, everyone here does. So yeah. I'm like, we're recording this podcast. And I'm like, okay, so I need to do this later and that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's, um, I just feel like there's an openness to tech uh, yeah. out there because it's really the lifeblood that, you know, runs through the, the city and has created so much wealth accumulation, which is a whole other topic. And, oh, totally. Um, I'm sure. But that's so cool. Yeah. Like, I like the, it's so different, but it's very interesting that like we kind of have just decided to enter the space from the yeah. R3 perspective. I think, like, what's the ration- rationale about that? Like, do people out there know about R3? Did they not? And now they're starting to because of your presence and then us hiring over there? Like, I guess that's two questions. Yeah. It's one, what what forced us to kind of be like, okay, we need to get into this area because you would think we would have been there before. Right. And then second question would be, do people know about this, us, and if they do... Or if they, they did, if they didn't, like, right. are, what's the impact now? Two excellent questions. I think, um, you know, so I, our our move out there is completely market driven, right? We're not going to mm-hmm. do anything unless the the market wants it. Exactly. It's, we're strategic. We're a super smart startup, um, and we really started started solid demand. Picked up. The timing was right. Yeah. Um, and we did it in a way where it wasn't like we we're like, oh, we're going to open a 200-person office in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That would make no sense. Yeah, um, you were like testing the waters a Yeah, bit, testing the waters. And it's like, you know, I tested the waters and I was like, guys, hurry up. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the, you know, the, the brand recognition out there, I would say folks that know us know us really well. They know us for our, our, our early successes um, yeah. in financial services. There yeah. are a lot of people that don't know about us, but it's been so cool to see the light bulbs, bulbs come on, especially with the technical folks that have been struggling using other implementations of blockchain technology or retrofitting yeah. public blockchains for the enterprise um, or for other purposes, right? I mean, you can use Corda for a host of things, and we're just really getting started. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's been really cool. And in December, we had uh, a super scrappy um, meetup and, and boot camp that we, we, we literally threw together in about a week and a half. No way. Um, and uh, we – and, yeah, shout out to – Wait, Tim, a boot camp? A, a, we, so we did a boot a camp. A full-on boot a camp. full-on boot camp. Oh, wow. Okay, wait. Um, who was there? How? Um, so Peter Lee oh. and then Anthony Nixon from London. Oh, wow. And then Tiffany was awesome and helping me, like, navigate. Tiff. Yeah. Shout, Shout out Tiffany. Out. Developer marketing. Hey. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so we, we we threw together Super Scrappy. We partnered with uh, Starfish Labs to do that because they have a really strong uh, community of blockchain developers, about 4,000. What? Um, and they're <laughs> all awesome. working on different things. And and um, it was funny. The um, I started talking to people there and, you know, I you know, show up in a hoodie, like living my, living my best San Francisco life. <laughs> I would say that's a, another huge difference between New York mm-hmm. and San Francisco, the way people dress, right? Like, people wear yoga pants to work on Fridays. And oh sometimes all gosh. the time. That would be so nice. That would be so – I mean, like, I can't wear another pair. Like, my my – all my pants. Like. <laughs> so um, for me, you know, coming from New York and always kind of working on, you know, my, my background's like management consulting, right? You dress yeah. for the client. I never had a client that wore yoga pants. And then here at R3, it's like most of us come from very professional backgrounds. Yeah. And we're still, though, pretty casual. We are, like, yeah. there. Oh, my God. It's 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 great. Yeah. And it's like I started talking to different friends, like, you know, at Postmates and at Uber. And they're like, yeah, like all the women that I, I know, where they just dress up yoga pants on Fridays, on Tuesdays. I'm like. You're giving me ideas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but so, you know, back to your original question in terms of like, like oh, so we're talking about the, um, the the boot camp. And it was really, really cool. We did a meetup mm-hmm. the night before. Um, and 
you know, there, we didn't have we, – we'd had a meetup group in San Francisco online. So, yeah. like, shout out if you're we in San Francisco. Of- yeah. Um, and a lot of those are run organically. But we're like, let's just see, like, you know, how many people show up. Like, and we had, like, very low expectations. We're, again, testing the waters. And, you know, it wasn't the biggest meetup we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, there were more people than we thought. That's um, awesome. And almost everybody that signed up came, which was also really – like, Tiffany was like, wow, this never normally, Yeah, this never happens. Normally never drop happens. off is a lot. Right. Oh, and – um, we had a we had a couple um, startups present that had worked on Corda, um, so Trust Layer, who won the InsureTech Challenge, they're oh, based in yeah. San Francisco. Oh, they are. Yeah. Nice. So they came and talked about why they chose Corda, um, and you know what it means in the insurance space for them, and kind of mm-hmm. what it means for them as a startup. And then Abby Kumasupa Tamarian, which that that so his he was the um, lead engineer for Tradewind here in New York. Okay, um, and he's moved out there to start some other things, and he came and just talked about his experience with blockchain. Oh, so cool. not related to his previous work necessarily, but he's um, super smart guy. Um, and it was so we just had like a couple um, guest speakers. I spoke about like you know what is our three, what is Corda. Mm-hmm. Anthony and Peter got up and talked a little bit too, and. We did a little bit on the architecture, just on some key differences for the – because it was a very wide audience, business people, tech people. Yeah. But it also drove attendance to the boot camp the next day. Okay. And then at the end of that, um, we – you know, um, Alicia, who's the CEO of Starfish, came up to me and she's like, I think there's something here because I'm working with – she's like, people – developers in my community are – very smart, very critical. They don't just pick up new tech and, and say it's great for the yeah. sake of being great, right? Yeah. And she's like, there's something here. And like that, and I mean, I obviously know there's something here, otherwise yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have left my career in, yeah. in consulting. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool to watch people's eyes light up um, yeah. about this tech because there is something really special here. And it was also like there are a few startups in the audience that are building on Hyperledger or private yeah. or private forks of Ethereum, and they're starting to think about how they can they can use Corda um, and start to look at that. So it's it's there's a lot of venture development going on. We've we've just hired somebody to to head that up. Um, as yeah. well, because there's, I mean, there's so many startups in San Francisco, incubators, accelerators, and like it's it's gonna be fun. It's definitely sure. a region to watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's just so funny that I think I think the time and it's all about timing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it is all coming at a natural time for R three yeah. for us to expand over there. But that's really cool. That's so it's such a cool experience being able to kind of like build up that that space in that office and just yeah. I don't know I don't know what I would be I can't imagine me being over in San Francisco and it would be so different yeah. <laughs> you know I'm trying to think about like <laughs> that's so uh that's really cool so over there there's obviously um Libra has been like the topic and Libra yeah. has there's there are many benefits to to this announcement because of the way that I've talked about this millions of times, but like it Libra's actually made people start to act and be like, yeah. oh shoot, okay, this is serious te- like this is serious technology and Libra could take over this, that, and the next thing. What's the general fi- vibe uh, about Libra over there? Slash, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it depends on who you talk to. I think we are entering, from what I hear, you know, word around the water cooler and and on the street, I guess, so to speak, is that we're entering a new phase of Libra, like a Libra 2.0, because we've seen a lot of people pull out. We've seen, I know you had Isabel on here a few weeks ago, where they're talking about the differences that they handle, the regulatory component and the different different strategy that we have. Yeah. 
they're hiring quite a bit. And because the so the the enterprise blockchain community is actually it's pretty small globally, right? And it's totally. it's um quite fascinating to, you know, literally like would run into people at events that had spoken at Corticon that are doing something else. Um so the circles are quite small and everybody um there are a lot of folks out there that were, you know, um talking about the same topics, right? Like, it's the, the generally, so Libra comes up quite a bit. Yeah. I think it'll be really interesting um, to see what happens next. And, yeah. I, and I know that, um, you know, having, so Costas, who was our former uh, lead. Costas, he was on the podcast. I oh, forget which episode. One of my favorites. He's, he's shout so out to Costas. He's just, shout he's out. a great human, one of the smartest people I've ever met. Probably the smartest person I've ever met in yeah, my life. Yeah, and his son's name is Cryptos. It's adorable. <laughs> And just a, and just a good human, yeah. um, but I know he's he's he, he they they poached him yeah. from us, and um, they're I think it's a space to watch Definitely. for sure. But I I don't really have any predictions. Yeah, it must be just interesting over there, kind of the general vibes. I feel like I'm yeah, CBC constantly... is a hot topic in oh, general. My God, and we're seeing a lot. Um, there's just a lot of demands, like some of the stuff that we're doing. That's probably interesting to folks is there's a lot of one-on-ones for folks that have heard of Corda, have been playing around with open source, want to go deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, so one-on-ones, ideation sessions, mapping use cases, but CDC is something that keeps coming up time and time again. Totally. Um, so I'm excited to see where it goes. It's like, I, I think, you know, when you think about it, we live in a world where money is analog. Okay. And we're moving, like, every almost everything else is digital, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're moving towards that digital age. So it's... Uh, a really exciting time to be in the space. It's so exciting. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying that for years, so. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> we drink the champagne around As we here. Drink the, yeah. <laughs> we drink the champagne. I've literally been saying that forever. I, I probably have said this on so many episodes of me being like, these people drink the Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. and now I do as well. Yeah. Except it's Vuv instead of Kool-Aid. Right. And I think it's it's also um, – when you, when you look at tech, right, I think it's it's cool to be out on the West Coast because – We've seen so many different waves of tech, and there's no roadmap with blockchain, right? It's, an, yeah. it's emerging technology, but you can look to other emerging technologies and see how they've hit. And I think where it can yeah. get, um, you know, kind of challenging when you're doing the same thing and you're running the marathon, it's really refreshing just to be immersed in tech all of the time because yeah. you see how things move forward and move quickly and how there are usually a variety of inflection points. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, so cool. Okay, let's end on that note because I love that. Um, Thank you so much for joining me in the studio today. I think it's very insightful. Also, we didn't really, like, I feel like I was biased by saying, like, on the West Coast, they're all very focused on cryptocurrencies and stuff. It sounds like like they're kind of starting to move into, like, enterprise blockchain. This is real. This is happening. We need to get involved. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to watch. And I think the the crypto uh, tides continue. But I I totally believe in, like, the abundance of the space, and there's so much that's going to happen. So I know. I really think that this year is kind of like a turning point. Um, Definitely. So it'll be very interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining you me. Are most I'm so welcome. happy I could get you in here. I'm sure you'll be back to New York very soon, yes. but enjoy San Francisco. So anyone who is in the Bay Area that wants to reach out to um, Amy, definitely do so. Um, even if you're not even just interested in like Corda and you just want to learn about blockchain or you want to get a real coffee. <laughs> a real coffee. A real, a Hashtag real, real coffee. Hashtag real coffee. That is the episode title. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. You're so welcome. Thanks, Catherine. 
listening to this episode of Life in the Fast Chain. Um, so our CEO recently sent out an update on the coronavirus and what we at R3 are doing about it. I'm obviously working from home considering my intro and my dog is still currently trying to get my attention by nibbling on my ankles and fake sneezing. I don't know if, <laughs> not to make this a podcast about Thor, but um, I don't know if other people have puppies or dogs that fake sneeze. Didn't know it was a thing. It is. Took him to the vet. The vet was like, yeah, he's faking. So... Anyways, I have a drama queen of a dog. Um, so we're all currently mandated to work from home at our three. Um, so David Rudder in the note basically outlines all the important measures we've put in place in the office, making sure we stick to one of our founding principles, which is customers first. Um which would obviously not change during this time, even though we are all remote. Um, but with that, a lot of events and whatnot have been canceled. So keep an eye out for more virtual boot camps, uh, webinars, and all of that stuff to kind of stay in, involved in the community. Um, and for the latest on what we are doing, how we're handling everything from our three side, make sure to check out our websites, r3.com and quarter.net, and follow us on social media, um, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram for the latest. So anyways, that was a long uh, conclusion and a lot of information. Uh, normally I would make a non-funny joke or something, but this is really long and I've talked about my dog far too much. So, okay, thanks, bye. Bye.